Hey, this is Rich. This is Cass. This is Jacob. This is Luke. Yes, Salut, c'est Jonathan Mercier. Welcome to the Hillsong Creative Micropod. Hello and welcome to today's episode of The Micropod. My name is Sloan and I am so excited for today's episode because I am joined by Alice Brown, who is an incredible creative and designer. The whole, just, she's just very, very good at what she does. But um, today I'm really excited because we're going to talk about um, a special field of creativity that, that she actually studies. She's doing a PhD in. And so without further ado, I'd like to welcome Alice to the pod. Alice, how are you? I'm really good. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for making time to be with us. <laughs> and uh, really excited to, to hear kind of what you've been learning and what you're experiencing. And yeah. yeah. Thanks for yeah. being on the show. So first of all, can we start? What, what, what are you currently studying? What, what field are you um, studying? Yeah. Well, I have a background in design. So mm-hmm. I studied design at uni and then decided to do a PhD um, designing resources for people who've been through trauma. So that was supervised under design and psychology. So yeah. crossing over those two fields. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so yeah. how did you like get into that field? Like, um, yeah, yeah. What, what sparked that? That's a, that's a huge question. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, please <laughs> keep it to a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll try. No, no, no. So, <laughs> it's good. Take your time. There were, there were lots of reasons. Like I think one of the bigger reasons maybe was that I had struggled with post-traumatic stress mm-hmm. as a young adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I wanted to do something useful in that area because I'd seen how few really good designs there are for people who have been through trauma to help them reflect and especially outside of therapy sessions. So that's where I target is when you're at home and you're not in a counselling session, what do you do? Um, So that was one of the reasons. And then I think I have to admit now that I'm towards the end of the PhD that looking back it was like a big moral decision, like Uh I had moral guilt that, my creative field being an illustrator wasn't enough and I had to apply it to somewhere specialised, I suppose, which I now know isn't true, that illustration has an incredible gift to the world in its own right. Yes. Um, it offers people so much beauty and, and, you know, a new way to look at the world on its own. Um, but at the time, yeah, I had huge moral guilt and just felt like I had to do something useful. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting, hey, the paths we go down. Um, yeah. As a result yeah. of some of those thought patterns, but yeah, man, that's so no cool. Regret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, can you give us an insight, I guess, into um, like what you're working on now, what you're studying, um, what does I guess a week look like for you? Yeah, yeah. Um, so, in the last year, I moved. I was doing my PhD in Melbourne, and I moved back um, to do it part time. So, over the last six months, I've been trying to finish my thesis off, and I submit it in a week or two. Come now. on, congratulations! Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> Um, and then in the meantime, I've been working full-time. So I work in a comms team and I do a lot of the design, graphic design work for them. And then I advise on different stuff. Um, we work with families and kids. So I design resources to help families reflect on their well-being and mental health. And yeah, it's so much fun. I'm yeah, so lucky. That's incredible. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, guess, I guess if we can we get into, um, I guess, the creative side of um, what you're doing for mm. you. What yeah. does what does creativity mean to you? Um, I know it's a it's a big broad question, but I think yeah. if you just have any musings or thoughts that you kind of go back to as foundational, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think um, I've always used creativity to kind of help me reflect um, and to be introspective. Um, so I write poetry. It's not 
great poetry, but I just I do it for fun and to kind of think things through. And then um, I illustrate to relax and to really mm. kind of calm myself, um, especially for people when they go through trauma, they often find it really hard to feel like they're within their body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so practices like creativity help you to really feel in your body, things like dance, um, drawing, things like that, right. get you to observe the world around you and to focus on the world you're in and the body you're in. So, yeah, for me, I think creativity is definitely that. It's, um, yeah, helping me to relax and to feel like I am within myself. I love that. That's so good. I mm. guess um, to, to follow on from that, um, yeah. how do you stay creative? Obviously, you're, you, there's a challenge for you to keep creating yeah. um, new things in your field and also obviously just in your own time with work. Um, yeah. Yeah, how do you stay creative? Yeah, I definitely think – I don't think that – creativity comes from yourself I think it comes from God right I think Mm -hmm. it's the Holy Spirit so I for me I feel like you have to be open um open to the Holy Spirit you have to be um I think slow as well so slowing down turning off phones um and just living your life and being within your day I think as you calm down and stop all those external influences and just listen to the Holy Spirit and listen to what your day has ahead, creativity starts to flow. So good. That's yeah. awesome. And and I guess for you, when it comes to um like generating new ideas, are there are there practices that you do um mm-hmm. specifically to help you kind of flesh some of those ideas out um once you get a drop um, yeah. of creativity? Yeah, I think for me, I try to be as honest as I can with myself and I, I try to scrape away cliches or kind of stereotypical ideas of right. what the world around me is and I try to really just observe what I see. So a lot of my artwork is really detailed because it's just me focusing on a plant and really looking at what it looks like. Yeah. Um, I also draw a lot of mundane things. So I drew two-minute noodles recently because just that practice of opening a packet of noodles and <laughs> hearing the crackle and, um, yeah, boiling the water, those things, it really gets you, I guess, focused on the world around you. Yes, so yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's That's been my staple diet um, during isolation. So I, <laughs> I know. To... <laughs> it's a <good> diet. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yep. That's so good. Um, so I guess yeah. you've studied and now worked extensively in the field of creativity. Mm. Yeah. Um, from your experience and I guess across the, the journey of um, of your creative life, if that's something, I don't know what you call it, um, what have you <laughs> learned about, I guess, the power and impact of creativity? Yeah. Um, firstly, I think everyone can be creative. I don't think it's something that is exclusive to cre- people who call themselves creative. Yes, I think yeah. everyone on that. Um, and that's something I've learned. I've worked um, a lot of my research work with people experiencing homelessness or um, people who are refugees as well. And just seeing how creative expression, supporting that creative expression, um, allowed them to put things into words that, oh, sorry, things into a creative expression that would be difficult to put into words. Um, You can see how it heals people. And that's what art therapy is about. It's really, um, I guess, when you go through trauma, it impacts that part of the brain that processes that experience into words. It completely shuts that part down. Mm -hmm. So that's why creative therapies is so important. Um, It gets people expressing in other ways things that they can't put into words. So to me, that's hugely powerful. Totally. Yeah, yeah. That's so powerful. I yeah. Mean, I guess when, when you consider the, this season and times, you know, like 
everyone's going through different things and dealing with COVID in different ways. Uh, Mm -hmm. Is there any encouragement or advice you'd have for people to kind of get on a, get like, get the notepad out, get the, you know, Mm -hmm. just things that they can do to really help with where they're at. Actually, this is so nerdy, Sloan. um, (laughs) I love it. I heard a TED talk once and it talked about, um, they looked at the brains of, like they scanned, did an MRI, and they looked at people who do jazz and things like that. Right. And they found that their ability to be creative was about them turning the judgment part of the brain off. Wow. That's so, powerful, yeah. Yeah. So people who are good at creativity are just able to turn off judgment mm-hmm. and they don't mm-hmm. judge themselves when they draw. They don't judge what they're drawing, what they're playing, what they're singing. Um, so for me, I think just turning off judgment and just sitting down and like scribbling and doing messy stuff, I think is the best way to get into being creative when wow. you're at home. I love that. I love that. Cause I can definitely relate to that. Um, yeah. not only does it, it stop your creativity, but it stifles it and you feel like yeah. what's going on. So turn the judgment yeah. off. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I, exactly. Like you said before, sometimes that means turning social media off, turning the phone yeah. off. <laughs> I mean, you can judge it later if it's going somewhere important, but mm-hmm. while you're in the process, you just have to enjoy it. Wow, I love that so much. That's that's really yeah. really good. And um, yeah. I guess I guess finally, you know, um, earlier you mentioned um, that the Holy Spirit is really um, the one who guides us into creativity and into truth yeah. and all that stuff. I wonder if you would, you know, pray for our listeners um, that the Holy Spirit would help them, kind of where they're at and whatever they're going through, yeah. and um, would inspire fresh creativity in us. Um, because I feel like you've shared such an incredible perspective today and um, I think that'd be great. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, so I just want to thank you, God, for everything you've done for everyone out there and um, I just pray that they can grow really comfortable in your presence, whatever that looks like, um, that they can push past, you know, cliched ideas around who you are and really think through who you are in their lives and how that, that you inspire creativity every day in the world around us um, and that you would just let that creativity flow within our listeners and um, and without that judgment and just making it something special that they do to celebrate you. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Alice. Uh, I felt like <laughs> today was just, yeah, so many of what the things you brought out are super helpful. And I know I myself am encouraged by it. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You're very and, welcome. Um, thank you for having me. All the best with your submission, your PhD and all yeah, that. Thanks. It's be <laughs> pray great. For me. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Everyone, we need to pray for Alice at yeah. this time. But Thank you so much for making time to be with us. Um, To everyone listening, we want to say thank you for tuning in today. Thank you for um, making the time to listen to the Micropod. Um, We hope you have a wonderful day and we hope to see you again soon.